Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this very special Friday preview on the Los Angeles Saga Show. My name is Jerry Reynoso, alongside my good friend, Jonathan Ortega, at where John at? John is right here at the 22 West radio station. We're pre-recording this because we got stuff to do. It's a beautiful weekend. Looking forward to it. We got LAFC taking on Miami. Before we talk about this weekend's special game, uh... The first away game of the season. I know the active support is going to be loud mm-hmm. with all the traveling fans from the 3252. Uh, but other than that, before we get into that, how you feeling, John? Good I'm week or good. what? I'm feeling good. Pretty good week. Um, I don't know about that Madrid game. It kind of, <laughs> slightly, slightly ruined my week a little bit, but I'll just try not to think of it. A la Madrid. Even a, Barca couldn't even get a win against Galatasaray, bro. It was embarrassing. Hey, yeah, man. That was a... Uh, that it's was okay, uh, okay. so. Okay. Those of you who are listening to Twenty Two S Radio here, all the students on campus, we will be doing Champions League Tuesdays and Wednesdays here at the first floor of the USU. So just come by here, first floor of the USU. We're gonna have a TV out and come and tune in and watch the games with us every Tuesday, Wednesday at twelve o'clock. So don't That's miss true. the game. You know, it's a little watch party going on, and uh, other than that. We're seeing tons of people just watching it on their phone, so why yeah, not? exactly, why not man. Come space? through. We might come have talk, a little come banter. Yeah, come banter. Come, uh, especially next Wednesday, we got United playing. Come talk some. Oh man, I really hope we some do some ish. magic there, man. I need United to win. I need United in the mud forever. <laughs> yeah, you guys are. I I could dream, you know. But yeah, I have a dream. I have a dream, right? <laughs> yeah, man. This is a uh, Friday. <clears throat> Which is usually known as College Saturday, because Thursday is like everyone's Friday, because they don't have class on Friday. Do you have class on Friday, or what's up? Heck no. <laughs> Thank no, God, bro. I'm in community college, worst idea ever. Yeah? Yeah. I had Friday last semester, never again, bro. It was at 8 a.m., it was a tutoring class, so it was like optional, completely mm-hmm. optional. And like, I took it because I thought I needed tutoring. Dude, mm-hmm. that professor was tripping out, Dude. man. She, it's okay, though. We, we uh, respect her for giving us her time, and. Yeah. You know, talking to us and want to do her thing. We appreciate the faculty here. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Shout out to. Uh, no, you don't got to say names. No, no. <laughs> I'm going to say shout out to Andres okay. over at 22 West uh, Magazine for allowing us to use this space very early. I showed up at 9 a.m. Mm. The station is supposed to be at 11, but he said, hey, you know what? I'll hold it down for you. So I appreciate you for that, Andres. Hold me down. Shout out to our program director over here at 22 West Radio, Jacob Ingram. Again, for those that are listening, Go ahead and vote for him for ASI president. He's going to do so many beautiful things here on campus. One that will get too many people excited, looking like he wants to have special events held here at the Walter Pyramid, mm-hmm. possibly concerts and whatnot. Uh, he wants to change the food here, which is huge. He's the a most, smart dude. Dude. He's a very smart looking, dude and the right guy to have at the helm. Um, like prospective ideas, and I like a lot of them. Like A lot of them can could go into Cal Long Beach right now and it would help so much. Yeah, and then most importantly, he's fighting for parking. Mm. That's what everybody yeah, wants everyone, right now. Everyone wants a That's park. a social issue that everyone wants to tackle on right now. $12 per day and it's just yeah. like the whole permit. Oh, man. That's why no, I take I the bus. Anywho, <laughs> yeah, man. Shout out to Jacob Ingram. Go ahead and vote for Jacob him for A-side president. But yeah, man. What else, what else you got going on this weekend? What else we got going on? Um, baseball's back. Baseball's back. Kind of. 
Yeah. Yeah, but I think it will be done. They already announced like opening day, staying the same and all that. Same. That's what I'm confused about, but I don't really want to get too much into it. But that's what I'm confused about. Like they canceled four weeks and then two, and then like they're all back or what the heck? Yeah, I guess like, well, MLB puts their own regulations like onto when they can postpone and everything, so they handle the schedule anyways. So all that like postponement all is kind of BS. But <laughs> um, yeah, I think they just moved it like three days forward. The opening day. Okay. And they push back the play. And they already they they start spring training. I think like on Sunday or yeah, Monday. Yeah, real, I think they probably already. They probably they've been playing like, like games like on the low, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. Pick up. Yeah, exactly. Guys. Pick up baseball, right? <laughs> Monday night tag goals. Futsal. Yeah. Baseball. I don't know. Right on, man. I think with that, we're just gonna get right into it. A little five minute small talk. Pretty decent, right? Mm-hmm. Nice little warm up. Little warm up. Well. Someone else looking to warm up, and that's LAFC this weekend. They have Hi, this is Stephanie Quintanar, and I'm a public relations major Hold at Cal State Long How's it going? What's going on with the automation here? Okay, can you hear me? Yeah. All right, we're good. That was weird. <laughs> uh, Where's Stephanie come from? Where's Stephanie, bro? Where's she at? That was weird. All right, anywho. Uh, yeah, LAFC is taking on Inter-Miami this weekend. Inter-Miami, CF, over at Fart. Fart, I call it fart because fart Lauderdale Lauderdale because they got some work to do over there. there. It's pretty stinky over there, man. Fort Lauderdale, excuse me, over in not in Miami. Um, They have great intentions for the club Mm -hmm. in terms of building a football community over there. But we all know at the heart of a football community, it's a good football club. Right. Yeah, that's what that's what it comes down to at the core. If people don't want to come out and support and be entertained, then it's not gonna blow up. It's yeah, exactly. That simple. At the end of the day, it's an entertainment. Yeah, Miami is definitely a mess, and it's a mess that I don't think anybody is uh, too happy about. Yeah, or looking to clean up anytime soon. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just to keep it sweet, and, short and sweet. This is a perfect uh, opportunity for Steve Trundle and LAFC to experiment. But as he said previously uh, in the press conference last week after our tie against Portland Timbers, he says about Carlos Vela, who, you know, has been training this week, says we had a good productive week of training, able to get a few guys back as well from injury. Carlos most notably trained and will be with us against Miami. So that's good news in terms of uh Carlos Vela's injury and you know of course it seemed like it was very precautionary mm-hmm. wasn't too bad uh and he you know he told us as well at the press conference after the game that it was not severe so they literally physically said there's no need to press the panic button mm-hmm. everything's fine everything's good he did uh, do like a little little button gesture. little button right i remember funny that guy, funny guy. he also says Carlos was feeling something in and around his knee nothing serious he's back on the training field after a few days it was good news and bad news at halftime. So nothing serious, but he recovered very quickly and he's fine. So that's great news. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now, what he also said to respond with that is when we put players on the field, they're at 100% and there's no experimenting going on. We're not starting players who could possibly be pulled after a few minutes. It's a long season and it's too early in the season to be gambling like that. So that's a, a pretty good approach, I'd mm-hmm. say. But if you did want to take an experiment type of game, mm-hmm. I don't think there's many opportunities you could get, especially with the one upcoming against Miami. Mm-hmm. You want to put new players in new positions and try things out. I think that's an opportunity to do so, especially against a club that is not really ever been in form ever. 
struggling since creation. <laughs> yeah, dude, my goodness. Uh, but what are, you, what are your thoughts of that? You know, he's willing to put the best, not necessarily the 11 best players, but, but the best, the best 11, 11 available. Yes, exactly. So how do you feel about that? Um, I'm looking forward to seeing Vela again. I feel like he can really spark something up in that attack because, honestly, the attack looked good in the second half, but they were just missing that, like, last... Against Portland, right? Yeah, exactly. And against that, like... They were missing, like, that last final touch, that last final shot, that last, like, driven pass. So maybe Vela can be, like, more decisive in that sense. And also, um, it seems like Franco Escobar and... Um, Palacios are going to be out, right? Yeah, they look like they're going to be out. They've been training, but, you know, they're they're going to take some time off, which is good. You know, that's what I mean in terms of experimenting. You're going to put mm-hmm. your 11 best, but, or best 11. Yeah, there you yeah. go. I was exactly, exactly going to get to that point because, uh, unfortunate, the circumstances of why Escobar and Palacios will be out, but it gives us a chance to see what we have, like more depth. We got... We get to see Moon for the first time this season. Which I'm very excited for. Yeah, let's let's see what he has. Let's see what he could provide. And also uh, Hollingshead, right? Yep, Ryan Hollingshead. He could get opportunity to play in the other wingback position. Who knows um, what they could bring. Yeah. And it's just like, we have a lot of players that, you know, the depth is there. We already know that. That's mm-hmm. so obvious. I'm still very excited to see Eddie Segura when he comes back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And the impact he'll make. Because then that'll put Mamadou Fall, not only just Mamadou Fall, but also Jesus Murillo on his toes. Like, oh, okay, I got to kind of step up to this guy's uh, level or even do better. Mm-hmm. I think Murillo and uh, Mamadou Fall are, have been playing good. Mm-hmm. I think Mamadou Fall has been doing excellent. He's been balling. But, again, that competition is going to come to the point where it's not just – the center backs, the wing backs are fighting, the midfield is fighting. Pancho Ginella, I'm pretty sure he's in a way kind of upset to the fact that he's not been getting opportunities mm-hmm. after he's been here for a cool minute. Uh, Mahala Opoku, mm-hmm. who started the first game, he's been out with an injury. The only kind of look we got was his fantastic, beautiful goal against Cruz Azul in the Champions League a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's all we've seen from him. Mm-hmm. Now, he's a good, you know, person to have in rotation but then other people that come in mind is like Danny Muzovsky who's also been here so there's a lot of people fighting for positions and the beautiful part about it is that it's just simply healthy competition Mm -hmm. so let's see how you know let's say Kim Juan has a fantastic game against Miami and if anyone's going to have a good game against Miami it's pretty much everybody you know what I'm saying so anything can happen but again LA Saga we like what ifs we like our what ifs what what would happen if Kim Moon Juan plays a really good game, will that put Ryan Hollingshead, Chiqui Palacios, and Franco Escobar on their toes? I mean, it, you'd, you'd hope so, right? Like, if a player has a good performance, you kind of got to watch your back in a sense. Like, yeah, he's your teammate. You're probably good friends and everything. But at the same time, he's taking food off your plate, bro. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I'm just excited because it's like, they're all like pushing each other in a way, you know, without actually being together. Yeah. And I just, you know, from the sake of professionalism, it's I don't think it'll get personal ever. No, you know no. what I mean? No, no, no. This is exactly what you sign up for. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also want to say a possibility of seeing some youngsters in this game. Mm-hmm. You know, let's get Antonio Leone out here. Mm-hmm. Let's get uh, Christian Torres out here. Mm-hmm. You know, this is the perfect time to. Test some waters. You know what I mean? I know you said that he doesn't want to experiment. But if he 
decided if, to. If there is a time to experiment, it's this game. It's now, yeah. right? Yeah, so. At least earlier in the season to see what you got. I would say Inter-Miami is like a perfect chance. Yeah. Yeah, and I think Miami has been experimenting for a long time. And I want to, you know, especially, uh, oh, man, I Miami. They're in different circumstances. Yeah. <laughs> experiment- we got good. We got because they got to. Yeah. <laughs> we have good problems. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Problems. We have too many players with the point like, all right, who do we start? Yeah, we you know what I mean? We don't have Inter-Miami, Charlotte problems. We yeah. Have, we exactly. have problems that you want to have. And Charlotte, I mean, they just got there. They're pretty much. They got a better going on than Miami, so at least I like oh the thing. They just signed the third DP. Uh, they got a whole uh, Poland side there now, but mm-hmm. yeah, I want to talk about a little bit more about Miami because it's not just the players, it's not just the club itself. You know, you expect you know from the start of the club, you know, being at the helm, it's Jorge Mas mm-hmm. and uh, David Beckham and the main ownership. You know, you think, oh man, stars, stars, and everyone was kind of getting over the heads and. Mm-hmm. Being all over exactly like Neymar, Cavani, Messi, all that, all that good stuff. We love her. What ifs, but that's 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 not what ifs. At that. that's wishful thinking. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that's not even manifestation. That's, that's a what if of a what if. Yeah, you crazy for that one, man. <laughs> um, but and then they have uh, Diego Alonso who comes in. Who you know personally was a lot of fun to watch on the sideline because he was just so animated. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he was just so fun. You know, just watching the sideline, getting upset over the smallest things. Mm-hmm. I remember that first game. I remember that against game. LAFC, and like he was very, very upset of like Miami's performance. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, dude, this is your first game ever, dude. Yeah. Like, calm <laughs> down. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm just like, Ali, a little crazy here. Um, but you like to see that out of your coach. Yeah. One 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 coach I really uh, respect is Juan Angel Ramirez mm. over at uh, Charlotte. At Charlotte, yep. Mm-hmm. Well, I like to call him Pep Junior. He looks just <laughs> like, like Pep. Him. You know what I mean? Bald head. But he's the same thing where he's like super blunt, mm-hmm. like no transparent. Oh, I mean, like super transparent. Excuse me. You know he don't care. Like he don't hold back. Estamos jodidos. Yeah. yeah, I love that quote. <laughs> I, that was hilarious. He's like, ah, we're, we're screwed, bro. Like yeah. this team is ass. It's yeah. not good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Real, but he's like, you know, we got stuff to work on, mm-hmm. and you know that's exactly what uh you need. And then the whole you know catastrophe with all the DPS they had, you know, like to think of Ticket it like prices. They have so many problems. They have so many problems, and it's like I'm just like nitpicking, and I think. This weekend is a possibility where they could solve one in a way, mm-hmm. but it's like, all right, what well now? Who, yeah. do they, who do they play? They're playing us. That's a problem in itself. Oh, Charlotte? No, Charlotte. <laughs> no, no, I'm talking about us. Miami, Miami, excuse oh, yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. I thought we were on Charlotte. Yeah, yeah, I'm talking about Miami. Um, but, yeah, man, and they have all these designated players, uh, issues going on. I mean, at one point, Louis Morgan was their designated player. And that might have been a good idea, to be honest, looking at him this past uh, weekend Mm -hmm. with New York. He got a hat trick in the first half, so that was pretty cool. Against, guess who? Toronto FC, Bob Bob. Bradley. That high defensive line is a little uh, too high there, Bob. Got to back him up a little (laughs) bit now. I don't know know if I need to remind you. When every single one of your players is in their half, I think that's saying something. (laughs) Bob, it's the 20th minute. What are you doing so high, Bob? (laughs) For real. Hey, Bob, uh, they're still on sides if they're before the half oh, line. It's only 2 1. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need every single one of your players up there. Yeah. Hey, Bob. You all right, Bob? <laughs> I don't think so, man. Yeah. Hoping the best. 
So they had Blaze McTweedy come in. Is that a big name? If it was FIFA, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but in form, in form, yeah. No. Yeah. Gonzalo Higuain. Dude, if he was 25, I have, I have so 27. Much about that, dude. Yeah, same here, man. <sighs> yeah. So, I don't even. Matias Pellegrini. You know what? I, I liked him at first, but it's just like at some point. You Great player, show, wrong team. Yeah, you got to show like numbers, goals, assists, and all that. Like he looked flashy. He looked like the best player at some times, but didn't pan out. Leandro Gonzalez Perez, great defender. Now, huh? He's at River now. That's how bad he was. The, like his time in Miami was. He's like, I'm going back, bro. I'm, I'm going back to Argentina, this. dude. I left for a reason. I, I'm going back. I'm good off this. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's good. He's playing good at River, so good for him. Look, there's there's so many players that were good coming into Miami, mm. and I don't know what it is. I mean, it's it's sad to say that possibly, quite possibly, their best player right now is Breck Shea. That's embarrassing. That is embarrassing, <laughs> that's dude. Here, dude. Not I, only I don't think anyone has ever said that sentence. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> ever I can't even think of, of anybody mankind. else right now. Let me look through the roster. I'm just like Breck Shea. I mean DeAndre Yedlin. Oh yeah, he's on Inter. Huh? That's what I'm saying though. Like you forget. You forget. You forget, bro. It's just like Mo Adams is there too. Just like ah, uh, that's it. Like, yeah, I do not know these. Yeah, guys. Clement, Dio, like almost the goalkeeper is like the top three players in Miami. <laughs> I do not know these people. Clement Diop, it's just like uh he played for Montreal Impact when um what's his name was there Thierry Henry. <laughs> yeah, exactly, bro. So I was just like, oh man, I want to uh, speaking of Thierry Henry. I think it's time we move on to uh um. Talk about the coach. No, talk about the coach right quick. Because that is one of the problems. Phil Neville. Oh, you dropping stuff now? My bad, my bad. Pick it up, pick it up. (laughs) Phil Neville, who uh, has been a guy who's exploiting the, I guess, the the wave of European, former European players who want to coach. Mm-hmm. Coming all the way over here to the MLS and coaching, and you know, unfortunately, becoming a big failure. Yeah, Thierry Henry is one. I can't think of anybody else to know <laughs> you. So, is this a way? Uh, is this a trend that like will continue to go on from here on out? Phil Neville's. I, uh, I'd say to an, a certain extent, right? People kind of, well, at least Europeans have this mindset that like MLS is kind of like a de- developmental league or like a retirement league. It's not. Re- I don't say retirement league anymore. To be honest with yeah, you, yeah, I don't like that term either. But Europeans either think, oh, it's developmental, or yeah. it's where they go to retire. Developmental is so, good. It's great. Yeah. So I would say, as long as it's in within reason, I don't really mind European people or South Americans coming over here to coach, but. Phil Neville? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that. He was coaching the uh, the England the England women's team. team. He did really good there. Um, but at the same time, it's yeah. <laughs> Alex Morgan. Re- Alex Morgan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but 
I mean, is it because he had good players? And it's just like, all right, I'm going to put this on a piece of paper. You guys go do your thing. The players take initiative. Are we saying that possibly that Miami is not a good initial team? Like, the chemistry is obviously isn't there. Mm-hmm. Is it just like a whole... Okay, this is what I'm thinking Miami right now. Mm-hmm. Miami is the free agents FC of intramurals. <laughs> <laughs> Like two or three ballers. Yeah, two or three ballers. And everybody else is like, yeah. <laughs> In a way, That's yeah. A funny analogy. Yeah. But. That's why I'm thinking of it. I mean, it's just this overall philosophy. Like, I need to look back at it. They, with need, this. they need like a structural change. Yeah. I don't think they. They're about four. Everything. Three, three years out. Three, and they, I don't I think they even three. discovered their own play style yet. Yeah, they haven't. They've and, been through two coaches and they've both been bad. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And it's just like. It must be frustrating to be better. It is very frustrating. Like, I, I, I get it. Like, you're playing for a, a, a or you're managing a tough team. Mm-hmm. But it's like, even you being there, you're not making a difference. Like, and I think of somebody coaching a, a bad team. Mm-hmm. I think of uh, Matias Almeida over at San Jose Earthquakes. Yeah. Like, he, he put joined. hard out there. Yeah, no but he what. joined a very, very, very bad team. Mm-hmm. But he still made a difference there. Yep. You know what I mean? And probably they don't even, you know, figure out their. Play style, so he brought the Chivas play style over there. <laughs> but it's just like he's still making a difference. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Of course, he has plenty of time, but it was, they both started off the same spot. Mm-hmm. Team was very bad. All right, let me take over. But I would agree. Yeah, man. When you're when your best player is Breck Shea, you got a problem. Not only that, but when your best player is playing center back like that, mm. what 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 makes me. F- like what made me laugh so hard in their previous match against Austin is that not only that Austin, who was one of the two uh, Miami and Austin were two of the teams that got scored on the most last season, mm-hmm. but they got scored on five goals in their match with the five man back line. And who was their star player? Brick Shea. Where was he playing? Center back. <laughs> I don't know what to say, dude. It's just like, it's very bad right now. Uh, it's like, there's no words for it, you know? Yeah. So that's why when Slippy came and uh, called us on Monday, shout out to Slippy. Love you, uh, brother. Slippy. Good takes. When he called us on Monday and said, this is a possibility to expedite, you know, their recovery from whatever it is that they're having trouble with. Because mm-hmm. obviously, like, we're laughing because it's like, dude, you guys have so many things going on. The outside looking in. Exactly. It's like, dude, psh, we're praying for you guys, bro. You know what I mean? And we can expedite the process of Miami firing Neville and going on to the next step, whatever the next step is. Mm-hmm. I mean, clearly there's a problem over there. Mm-hmm. But if, let's say we do go ramp it once more and drop another five bomb on them, another mm-hmm. six bomb. What are you thinking? Seven. Seven. <laughs> seven. Screw it, bro. We'll go seven. Why not? It's possible. We did it against Vancouver a couple years ago in 2019. Hey. It's doable for sure. What do you think of that? Do you think it's time for Neville to go after that? If they drop... Well, I think Neville should go either way. Either way? Regardless (laughs) of the result? Either way, because I don't think it's... Well, obviously, Neville is a problem, but I don't think Neville is the problem, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah, in a way, yeah. There's so many problems. Background staff, like front office, ownership... Like, they just don't seem all on the same page. And Miami has the potential to be one of those really attractive markets for people like LA Galaxy, like New York. Like, people want to play in Miami, mm. but they don't want to play for Miami FC. That's exactly, the thing. yeah. So if we can get that, like, 
culture change kind of going for them, I think that would be better for the league. Yeah, and that's Maybe why not better for us. Yeah, exactly. But that's what I'm saying. Like when it comes to the whole, uh, here I'm gonna turn off this live real quick because it's like dying on me. Mm. Thank you for everybody You're tuning in. On Appreciate like 10% you. Anyways, yeah, exactly. <laughs> My phone dying. Uh, like their marketing strategies, like everything except for the actual football is good. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. the fan, the support. Oh man, super loyal. Mm-hmm. The the siege of Miami supporters. That's their name of the supporters group. Mm-hmm. I respect. Every each and every one of them, because for them to spend the money that they spend to put the amount of effort that they put into this club and show them that, you know what, we don't care how bad you are. We're still going to support you. Mm-hmm. That is love right there. That's unconditional. True. But what sucks is that the players, they don't really seem to give that love back. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You can see it on the pitch. And you can see it on the pitch. You know, that, that field that they're playing on right now, the Inner Miami CF Stadium, mm-hmm. that is their their training facility. That is the home of the Fort Lauderdale uh, team. Yeah, the Strikers. Are they still the Strikers? I think so. I just want their flamingos, bro. I mean, that's <laughs> all I see everywhere. Um, but yeah, that's all they're about right now. Mm-hmm. They have this whole big plan to make it the that whole like Miami complex area. It's not even Fort Lauderdale. Mm-hmm. The whole area right there to make it like a big attraction, like SoFi Stadium, like a my uh, a super mall in a way, like mm-hmm. super outlet, like a. Which is dope. Like an entertainment capital. Exactly. Yeah. And that's like. Multi-purpose. That's brilliant, bro. Like, Mm -hmm. especially for uh, the 3252 who's traveling over there. Not only are they going to go see a game, they're going to kick it over there at that complex if it was to be made in a couple years. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that everything else is like great idea. It's going into place. It's cool. You're smart. What about the team? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of things that factor into that. Like, obviously, it's the coach. But the GM, the head of football director, the front office, the scouts, like it, they're all play a part of it. So they they need a, a lot of help. A lot of help. They got a lot of work to do. Um, and it's just like at this point, like there's no answers for Miami that I can give. Also, with all due respect, I don't care. So <laughs> it's just like... LAFC has to get this result, and this is a great opportunity to get a confidence booster. You know? So, yeah, man. Uh, we got a question from MLS Now podcast. He says, LAFC was pretty open on the break against Portland, with Miami having some good moments in transition against Chicago and Austin. How do you foresee LAFC making sure they don't get countered? Uh, good question. I, I can answer that right off the bat. This game is for sure going to go off of the midfield. Mm. Whoever wins the midfield battle is going to win this game. And I think LAFC are heavy favorites no matter what. So as long as the midfield is intact, uh, Kellen Acosta, Ilya Sanchez, and Jose Cifuentes, or even Latif Blessing might get some time in. Mm. You know, again, we're going. I believe he's going to go with the 11 best available. Um, so if they could work their things in the middle, I don't think they could get a single counter off. And if they do, it would be like so short spurt, like Mamadou Fall is going to body him out real quick, whoever's attacking. Because Ole Guayin, he's, he's not running after that ball. <laughs> he's not running after the ball. Most definitely. I was going to say, um, before they even get the opportunity to press or to, the opportunity to break out, we've been doing pretty good on like a counter press style. Like yeah. right when we lose the ball, you you see press happening instantly. So I don't see too many opportunities where they could break away. I mean, you only really saw that in Portland because... We were sending everyone up yeah. to get that goal. And yeah. Portland had everyone back. 
So obviously it's a lot easier to break when there's so much space not being used. But I don't think Inter knows how to use that space. <laughs> I don't think so either. Especially when they're playing the fact, uh, five in the back. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, they're going to have wing backs that are going to go really high. Mm-hmm. But uh, Well, you would think, but their defense Yeah, bad, exactly. So they're all knows? staying back, you know what I mean? And so if we have those... That's something that's going to be very interesting to see too because with their 3-5-2 with the five in the back, um, we're, of course, going to continue to implement this uh, front three press mm-hmm. You know that Chirondero has implied to the team. Now let's see how he can do with five defenders mm-hmm. in the back, you know, or will he switch it up again? Because I remember seeing in that second half against um, Portland when Danny Musasco came in, they went four four two, and yeah, so yeah. there was less of a press mm-hmm. and just more, you know, simple. Just hold the ball, let's try to get the possession and get this result, and which it ended up happening. Yeah. It was brilliant, you know. what I mean, of course, we want to win, but we got what we got, and we're happy with it. We move on, heading into Miami this week, going against five men in the back. Let's see if he still wants to implement this three uh, forward press. And I think it will be doable. I see the same thing what I saw against Colorado, where the players of the opposing team just basically pass out and we force them to make a mistake and we recover that way. So if that's the case, then there will be no, I, I don't see any counterattack opportunities at all. Yeah. Uh, I'd have to agree with you. <laughs> like, um, the thing I would say is that there's, a, I think there's a small difference between like a true three back and a true five back. Because when those wing backers are like actually supporting the center backs, it would be difficult to press. But if they're playing more like a winger and like more up top, and it's difficult to cut off, or like you get that opportunity to cut off those angles and truly press them, then it should be easy to counter press. Like I, I don't really see them getting out if you if it's like a true three back where you can press all three of them and cut off those lanes like i don't see them breaking out yeah exactly where are they gonna pass it to ey he ain't running with the unless you got a cigar in he's his about mouth. to go like 15 miles an hour yeah <laughs> Max. looking for parking here top speed bro yeah no and, and I, you know it's basically if they continue with this 352 which i think they will mm-hmm. uh nobody implemented as good i think well i want to say nobody but Bob had that three five two last season. It worked pretty well. Mm-hmm. Not, not, I mean, but we had the right assets. You know, Phil Neville is like setting up a fantastic formation, but with the wrong people, mm-hmm. the wrong pieces. And so, if he still continues to put that same thing into this upcoming game, this is a great opportunity for players like Ryan Hollingshead and Kim Juan to show what they got to mm-hmm. take advantage of a possible counter attack of our own. You know what I mean? Especially with their speeds, mm-hmm. like. This is uh this is gonna be fun, you know, because then it will eventually be uh four v three, because those wingers I don't think they're dropping back, yeah. those wing backs they're not dropping back. DeAndre Yellen maybe maybe, but I was say that's about it. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'd have to agree. I don't even think, I don't even think Phil Neville's sure about this three five two. Yeah, bro. he's like, bro, I'm just here. I I think if anything, since they probably they don't really have a, a playing style yet or like a real identity to their football, so. No. I could see a game where they kind of just see what per- Portland dot did, and they just kind of sit back. Yeah, try to get a goal in and just get. Her, yeah, they might know. just know they're at the, this point. It's like team. I don't even know. There's it's so much to. I mean, it's not even so much. It's like there's nothing. Uh, like 
break down. It's almost like they're a, a false identity. Like they're yeah. mysterious. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so this they're I, so bad you don't know what they're good yeah, at. <laughs> exactly. So it's just like I wish I would look out for. Yeah, exactly. So I do see LAFC like going like first ten minutes. Alright, let's see what they do. Mm-hmm. Alright, now we'll see what they're gonna play like. Alright, now let's play our game. Yeah, exactly. So I think as soon as we could control the tempo, control the game and play the game at our pace We'll be good to go, and I I do see. I think everybody here sees a high scoring upper, uh, game here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If Austin could do it, why can't us? That's crazy, man. Austin is a uh, balling right now, but of course they put against two very bad teams. Mm-hmm. Let's see what they could do this weekend. Let me see who they're playing. See, I should have the schedule handy on my phone all the time. I need to work on that. I'm a. I'm gonna say one little thing. Go ahead. Um, people always bring up your opponent. When you win by five or whatever, they're like, "Oh, they only played this. Oh, they only played that." But you got to take everything with context. It's who they're playing at the end of the day. You can't change who they're playing. Yeah. So it's not easy to put up five goals against anybody. Yeah, exactly. Plus, that's the ultimate confidence booster. Imagine LAFC playing Cincinnati and Inter and winning by five goals. We'd be on top of the world right now, right? That's true. So. Whenever people are like, oh, they only played them, only played them, I, I never liked that argument because that's literally the game that's ahead of you. Like, you can't change that one way or another. You yeah. got to go out and play. Yeah, I respect that. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, it's... I'm not, I'm not trying to say that you do because everyone's... Everyone, everyone does, yeah. That. Even I would do it at yeah. times. You know what I mean? Eh, no, kind of like uh, rain on the parade in a bit. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I mean, exactly. it's like, wow, these guys are popping off. Mm-hmm. Let's see how they could do against a good team. You know yeah. what I mean? And they will get the opportunity this weekend against, guess who? Portland. Mm. So they're playing Portland Very this weekend. That's gonna be a really good game. I'm excited to see that. Um, Big switch of styles. Exactly. You know what I mean? Now let's see if Portland will sit back against them. Because mm-hmm. you know, we're, LAFC is a familiar face to Portland. Yeah. You know, Portland hasn't really gotten too many uh, attempts at Austin, if any. Mm-hmm. So let's see how that went. I'm excited for that game. I'm looking forward to this MLS Saturday for sure. Oh yeah. This any any other potential games you're looking out for? You got your eye on? Uh, I've been keeping an eye on every Galaxy game because mm. April 9th to. is right around the corner. I want to break that down as soon as Sounders. that happens. Sounders this weekend. That should be a fun, one. Be a fun one. Seattle coming off a, a beautiful. 3-0, right? Oh, no, that was New England, actually. Excuse me. No, Seattle did win. Though. Oh, yeah, they beat Leon. Excuse yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Leon. So it was both of them. Yeah, Freddy, oh, Freddy Montero. Dude, Freddy Montero. I think he got what, two? Yeah, yeah. But there were nice goals like that, dude. Yeah. He's one of those physically imposing strikers. Dude. This is this is what we want here in CONCACAF is we want change. And it looks like we're going to get change this year in CONCACAF Champions League. Four teams. Guaranteed. If – I got to continue to look at this. Because <laughs> there's a possibility for remontada, you know what I mean? Hmm. Also, uh, for Cruz Azul, who beat Montreal 1-0, hey, Cruz Azul incoming. Cruz Azul Yala incoming <laughs> You never know <laughs> But um, NYC Is Yotun still on Cruz Azul? I believe so I like that guy Peruano Yeah I believe so Dude, Yeah I, And Seattle with their Freddy Monteros They always pulling up And that's the crazy part Generated that? names Yeah but it's like <laughs> Exactly But it's not a, That's not even his, their best player Yeah You know what I mean Like Joe Paolo I like him better than him mm. Uh yeah, I, I, on his day is really so good. looking at this Concacaf champs, and I know we're kind of you know going off the rails here, but is it possible? Not possible. Are we getting a secured MLS champion for Concacaf Champions League this year? Damn, 
just like that. Just straight like that. Straight, straight up. up question. No what if. No, no what if nothing. One of the where what is it, the quarterfinals? Semis, right? Uh one, two. Oh, yeah, quarters. Quarterfinals. You know what? Let's do it, bro. First year MLS wins it. First call, year call MLS it right wins now. it. Calling call it right, right now. now. I don't know who. Yeah, but it, MLS, if anybody wins, we're rooting for them. Yep. MLS is time, and the times are changing. Now yeah. it's time for Liga Mekis to shake in their boots, mm-hmm. especially with what happened a couple of weeks ago. You know, God bless everybody with uh, Querétaro and Atlas. You know, hopefully everything's going well over there, and we'll wish nothing but the best for those who are recovering and hope that everything gets resolved. Mm-hmm. Um, but that leaves Shameful a... Scenes, yeah, yeah that, that's not good for football, and that leaves a really bad stain on Mexican football itself. So, you know, with the cherry on top, did you feel that? Yeah, I heard something. I heard something. Okay. Well, partying up there. Yeah, the either US partying too. or probably a little earthquake, but we good. <laughs> yeah, low-key, I thought it was an earthquake. I thought it was an earthquake, too. I'll get under my table real quick. Um, but, yeah, man, like, Mexican football got, got a lot of work to do, not only in terms of, you know, what happened a couple of weeks, but Champions League, you know, in terms of actual football, Champions League, they got to clean it up. And then a couple of weeks, we have the final uh, World Cup qualifier window mm-hmm. upcoming. A big game against USA. Mm-hmm. Like, this is very, very, very big. Important very important for Both? Mexico, for USA. Both? It's just like a lot of things to do here. Both, but Mexico needs that win. It's a must win for them, I think, going yeah, forward. I think so. Because they're right on the edge, right? Yep. I agree. Who's that other team? Costa Rica or Panama? Uh, I want to say, yeah, one of those guys, one of those guys. Yeah. Anywho, something else to look forward this weekend, and it's something I always look forward to every time there's a away game opportunity, is the fact that the 3052 will be able to showcase how loyal, how powerful, and how great their active support is. Not only at home, which we see on display every home game. All the time, every year, games always sold out, and the noise is always loud. Mm-hmm. But most importantly, when the time is important, is when the team is on the road and they'll get their first opportunity to support in that way. This Saturday at twelve thirty against Miami, I have a lot of friends that are part of D Nine U, that are part of Expos, that are part of Black Army, and several supporters groups. Yep, that are headed to Miami for this game, and they've been there since Wednesday. Games mm-hmm. on Saturday. Living it up. Living it up. Club live. It's a black and gold takeover over in Miami. No flamingos. I don't know, but this is going to be a lot of fun. Should be really fun. The only thing I don't like about this game, why is it at 1230? Oh, because Miami, bro. I know, but it's hot as as hell over there. It's humid and stuff. No one wants to be there at 1230. Yeah, but. (laughs) My brother was trying to go, bro. I was telling you, my brother lives in. He's between like DC and Miami, so yeah, he's a big LAFC guy too. So he was trying to support, but he's like, "Damn, I don't know if I want to be there in the middle of the yeah, day. exactly, like, dude." Sweating, yeah. Mm. Whatever though, we'll be uh, we gotta we gotta make some away trips for sure this year. Oh no doubt, we gotta make at least two. I'm thinking two. I got my I got my eyes on Nashville to be honest. Ooh, I want some barbecue chicken. Barbecue? No, no, that's sporting. Huh? Kansas City. No, I know Kansas City too, but I heard. Oh, no, not barbecue chicken. Excuse barbecue. me. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, uh, well, they probably got some barbecue chicken over there in Nashville too. Oh, yeah. No, no I want no, some. Nashville is, takes pride in their. I want some. Uh, 
uh, hot chicken sandwiches Ooh, from there. Natural hot natural chicken. Natural hot chicken. Ooh, you're making my stomach grumble, dude. That's what I need. I need to visit the Music Hall of Fame. <laughs> or is it Music Hall of Fame or I Country Hall of Fame? Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. One of those. Some oh, Hall of Fame of music. Cleveland, so it's probably the, the country one. Yeah. Nashville's one I got my eyes on. I want to go to Portland because Portland seems like a tradition. San Jose's a tradition as well. Um, I would be down for like a Texas trip, dude. Austin. Austin. Austin and Nashville. I'm calling Austin right now. Looks so sick. Austin, well, Nashville? Mean, That's the one. Yeah, but we could do like FC Dallas, Houston. Oh, like a little roundabout like type thing? Boop, boop, boop. Oh, I like that. Yeah. It's not too far. No, exactly. On the same state. All right, never mind. We're going to bump it to four games now. <laughs> four way games this year that we're attending. Why not? Why not Nashville? Why not Atlanta? I don't Let's think go to Montreal. <laughs> I don't think we're playing Atlanta this season. No. Damn. Yeah, I was gonna go last year, man. Oh, I was so close, bro. Yeah. I was gonna a little quick story. To, I was gonna go with the one ten football crew. We were all planning to go. I was gonna kick it with the fans, uh, do some recordings. I was gonna visit uh, several areas in Atlanta. Atlanta's dope. I've been there one time. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun, bro. But then, I want to watch the Dodgers lose. <laughs> I guess the Braves? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you win uh, playoffs, right? Yeah, yeah, I went for the World Series, bro. Uh, like, oh! Like, they Okay, so the Braves won game six, right? So I was there for game five. Because my brother got tickets. He's always like around oh, that series. area. Yeah, we lost. I guess the Dodgers? Yeah. I think they're in National League, bro. Oh, yeah, National League. Uh, NLCS. No, NLCS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my bad, my bad. Yeah, because... Uh, wait, you saw him in Atlanta? Yeah, I went to Atlanta. Game five. Was that 2019? No, it was last year. When Atlanta just won it. <clears throat> oh, yeah. I didn't even watch after that, bro. I was like, Once oh. they beat the Giants or whatever. Yeah, I was like, all right. Yeah, that's enough. We good. Albies, do your thing, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah man. Real, but, yeah, I almost won Atlanta last season. Um, then Kobe had another idea. Mm-hmm. They're like, hey, let's, let me introduce you to some guy named Omicron. I was like, oh, fuck. All right. So <laughs> I that, didn't want to meet him. Yeah, I didn't want to. I was like, who is this guy, bro? Who invited you? Inviting, who invited you to house. the party? <laughs> party pooper. Yeah, man. So, uh, but again, that's another d- great display of the active support that the 3052 puts on the road mm-hmm. uh, for LAFC. You know, they went out. And even though, like, the seats, it, it don't matter the seats. Like, it don't matter wherever anybody sits. Mm-hmm. You know, they sat at, like, the, the top, like, right next to Robert Kraft's office. <laughs> right, or not Robert Kraft, excuse me. Um... Oh, I'm looking at Arthur Blank. Arthur Blank, yeah. yeah, yeah. His uh uh suite with all the way up top with this falcon right there over here. His shiny red jacket. Yeah, <laughs> out here trying to feed feed the animals Still and stuff. Thinking about that twenty eight to three. <laughs> yeah, right. He's like, dang, bro, I gotta, gotta clean it up. That darn Tom Brady. That darn Tom Brady, man. <laughs> dang it, Robert. Robert Kraft. Bob. Yeah. Right. But yeah, man, they 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 go all out, bro, and that's the fun thing about it. Mm-hmm. It's always fun to see how how other teams support too. Like, yeah, it's one thing to see Atlanta United support on TV, but to see it in person is different. Yeah, for sure. And they're one of the most prideful, impactful like fans show out for Atlanta games, man. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like <clears throat> we were talking about uh, well, a couple of weeks ago. Where it's like in the places where you don't expect it. Mm-hmm. You know, like football is growing. And that's the same thing that goes towards uh, the Champions League. You know, like if MLS team, which I think and we both calling it, mm-hmm. they're going to win it this year. An MLS team is going to win it. How big for football will that be? 
You know what I mean? Here mm-hmm. in here in the in, in North America itself. I think it would be really cool. It'll plus, be really good. Plus, it opens up doors. What? Who knows? The, well, if they win one, they're going to the Club World Cup. Yeah, they might play at Real Madrid, a Bayern Munich. No, they're playing Real Madrid, bro. Not a PSG. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's fun to see. Yeah, I'm sure for younger kids they're playing well, United, for younger kids and us alike, it's fun to see Cristiano Ronaldo versus Carlos Vela or something. Yeah, like, you bro. You get to see the clash of two worlds. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Ancelotti, Ancelotti versus uh, Bruce Arena, bro. Bruce Arena. Like, who would have thought, bro? Like, who's playing FIFA right now? You know what I mean? <laughs> For um, so yeah, dude. Uh, and then speaking of the you know, the grossest league, uh, the MLS is but the past two weeks they have. I think I like to say that they've taken advantage of the time that baseball's been off because mm-hmm. you know, of course, baseball's America's pastime. Mm-hmm. Um, what these past pastime? Yeah, pastime. Yeah. <laughs> It's growing. Other it's, sports are growing. Baseball. Yeah. Don't be lacking. Don't be lacking. Come on now, baseball. Put in that pitch clock. I'm yeah. No. Don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. Do hey, but they want to do it. Uh, Crazy. No, uh, they they, they didn't agree on that. Anywho, no, but they still, uh, they're having a window to to still approve of those things. My goodness, bro. This is why I like softball better, bro. <laughs> softball feels like, smaller. As much games are shorter. There's no Rob Manfred. No Rob Manfred. No greedy owners and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Come on now, mm-hmm. but but get back to your point where you. No, yeah, I mean Don Garber. Don Garber uh, was talking about it too. Like, hey, MLB's on lockout. I mean, not anymore, but mm-hmm. MLB's on lockout. They're gonna, they've got to take advantage of that. You know, oh, you can't watch baseball. Oh, there's MLS soccer on. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and tune on to that. Go and watch go watch, go watch yeah, go watch Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Oh man, Charlotte put a beautiful display for their home opener. Man, I was very happy to see that. Yeah, you know what I mean. I think it was really cool how they sang the national anthem. Yeah, when the mic cut out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that was so uh, unexpected, moment. and it's just like you know what? Everyone's gonna make a beautiful moment out of it, and that's mm-hmm. exactly what they did, dude. You're not gonna get that at uh, Rays, Cubs, yeah, White Sox, especially when the game's at, at a weird time, like three oh six, yeah, seven oh four, six thirty two, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, dude, I gotta use a restroom at that time, bro. Yeah. You can't, you can't make it six thirty three. You can't even plan out like your beer trips and stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're like, oh, is the game starting? I don't even know. Yeah, exactly, bro. It's too quiet, bro. You can't tell. Yeah. Look, no offense to baseball. I love baseball. Baseball is a lot of fun. It's enjoyable. It's very fun to watch. It's very fun. more fun. I mean, like most sports, it's more fun to play in. Mm. But my goodness, bro. Mm. Nine innings. Yeah. Of peace and quiet. Of ooh. <clears throat> Ah, mm-hmm. oh, bro. Yeah. When I'm at a Dodger game, and I, I'm gonna start going to less Dodger games because I found out that I can't really handle it like that. <laughs> It'd be getting sleepy. It'd be getting sleepy, bro. It'd be getting a little cold yeah, over hours. over up a, a top deck, bro. It'd be a little cold, <laughs> like man. When you got that shade. Yeah. You just right. Yeah. <laughs> to- I need to listen to Joe Davis. <laughs> I need the commentary team, bro. That's what I, I so I just I think at this point I pretty much rather stay home and just watch the games. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I haven't been to too much baseball, but the one game I went to, uh, Max Scherzer got like his ten thousand strikeout or something, and he he had a no hitter through like eight or something. So yeah. Oh, you went re- to a good game. That man. game was real quick. Yeah. I didn't even I, by the time I blinked, it was like the sixth inning. <laughs> oh man, that must have been nice. Yeah. But it's like how many how many opportunities do you get for that? Yeah. That's you know what I'm saying? Very rare. Very rare. Very rare. Yeah, man. So the the whole MLS is stepping up big, man, and we're very very excited to I, enjoy that, you know. Yeah, and I think it's really interesting how like 
these MLS teams from like the south are kind of blowing up and like they're getting their support like Atlanta and Nashville. That's really cool. Like imagine yeah, exactly. the south produces soccer talent. Yeah. Instead of football, basketball and stuff. Imagine how much potential there is. Yeah, there. like Caleb Wiley, dude, something like like the Atlanta kid. Yeah, Caleb Wiley. Kids like, kids like that, dude. Yeah, exactly, man. And that that's that's what this league is about, man. Development. Mm-hmm. It's a land of opportunity. I mean, it's America, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? This is a granite for taste representation of exactly that. Melting pot. Yep. So, hey, only only going up from here, man. That's all I see. Especially if an MLS team wins the Champions League. Whoop. Yeah. That roller coaster is going up, and we're gonna ride that high as much as possible. Now, how long they can stay on top? Hey, man, we'll get there when we get there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let's get up top first. Mm-hmm. Let's enjoy that. Let's enjoy this journey. Let's enjoy this road. We got about 12 minutes left to kill. If anybody who's on Instagram Live want to talk to us and have any questions in terms of LAFC and Miami this weekend, it's a big game. Uh, pretty sure we're going to go into our final thoughts and predictions going into this uh, game on Saturday. But real quick, I want to continue this um, away game talk. You had what I like to say an away game dream scenario and when i mean away game i mean you traveled away from home mm-hmm. and you went to attend the football game what game was that again uh, the copa libertadores one? Oh, or was it a nightmare <laughs> eh, there's two sides to the sword there there's you go a duality to that game because as i've said many times i'm a river plate fan through and through since i since i got my jersey i like Three years old. Yeah, I went to go see River versus Flamenco 2019 Libertadores final. My my pops got tickets somehow through his through his Peru peoples. And dude, River was winning at first. The stadium was nice. One nil. It was one nil real early. And like you could just tell from the atmosphere outside, like well, both teams wore red, so it was kind of hard to decipher sometimes. Yeah. But you could tell the atmosphere was there. And, like, South America is just different, dude. Like, football just means more there. Yeah. And we've seen it through that tournament specifically, the Copa Libertadores. Mm-hmm. Um, will the North American aspect of football be like that? I don't think so because, to be honest with you, I think it's simply because of the fact that there's so many other major sports mm-hmm. in this continent. You know, um, they have gotten they have the history factor. Yeah, exactly. They, soccer doesn't really like South that. America. It's just like it's football. That's it. Yeah, unless you like are a diehard volleyball fan, right? Yeah. <laughs> be, maybe basketball. Somewhere. Maybe yeah, exactly. But those are like eh, you have to be actually into it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Everyone loves football in South America, and yeah. that's why it's given so much more passion and so much more uh, effort in terms of supporting. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. When it comes to uh, this continent of North America, dude, there's basketball, there's baseball, there's um, hockey. there's hockey, there's you know other leagues like football. Canadian Canadian football and whatnot. You know, what I mean, there's so many aspects of different sports. Like you know, oh man, our team lost in this league. Oh well, let's go watch a different sport in a different mm-hmm. league and root on them. Especially Los Angeles, so many options. Here. So many options, dude. You make a left turn. Oh, there's the Lakers. Oh, never mind. I'm gonna go make a U turn because. Oh. I ain't trying to watch that. Oh, the Ducks. Yeah, exactly, man. So uh, I think that's a big factor that uh, separates the terms of, like, passion. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because, like, 
yeah, you can have a lot of passion, but if you're putting it in different areas, like it's not going to be the same level. Yeah, you Plus, could be, you could, yeah, sorry, you could be a diehard Lakers fan, mm-hmm. but the effort you put in a Lakers fan, I don't think you're going to put the same thing up for LAFC. No, a hundred percent. And I was actually going to kind of go off on that on that way. Um, football fans just we feel it more. I feel like compared to like American sports, like you don't really see chants you don't see no songs no emails ni nada yeah like dale 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 black and gold you don't see none of that a laker game a dodger game a yeah. rams game any and almost any sports in the united states i would say you don't have like real chance yeah active support doesn't exist in other sports yeah it's it's honestly a very passive thing in the united states you go to there you get you get your eat you get your nachos you get your beer yeah it's more of a more of a pastime that South America and other parts of the world, it's it's a way of living. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's and that's what makes it beautiful mm-hmm. because it's not only a way of living, but it's the way you you know live for it. Mm-hmm. That's why it's a beautiful sport, dude. Know? The game against Miami is this Saturday. Mm-hmm. The thirty-two fifty-two traveled on about around Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, man! Mm-hmm. It's a festival, no matter what. It's una carnaval. That's what they call it. It means more. Bro. It means more, man. That that's beautiful, right there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I think that attracts a lot of initial American eyes. Like they see the North Stand chanting from the 90th minute all the way, and like it resonates with with them because it's something different. Like yeah. you don't, you're never gonna see that at a Raiders. Well, maybe a Raiders game. Nah, nah, not nah, really. nah, not even really. Not really. They go to their dress and looking crazy, but they're not really about That's it. it. They scream at four down. They might try it. to fight some people. That's yeah, <laughs> four down. Oh, get loud! Yeah. If you got a sign on the jobatron saying "Make some noise," and it's like shaking and being all dramatic. Yeah, then that's not active support. Yeah, someone's got to be there and being like, "Let's make some noise." Yeah, can if you got a pa announcer lafc don't have a pa announcer i mean they do but it's not to hype up the crowd it's to say oh the 35th minute we got a substitution here Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying oh yellow card for this player yeah once in a while they're like or after the goal they're like carlos everyone says vela everybody does that you know what i mean Mm -hmm. that's a soccer thing though that's a football thing right there yep all right, man. We got we got a few more minutes to kill. About five minutes. I think it's best we go into our predictions for this game. Pretty simple, right? Do you have any odds or something? You want to do something like that? You got odds on you? Uh, I do not. Let's go over under goals. What is the over under? Let's 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 go just personal on us. Unless you I can find something real I quick. I think it's pretty high. I would think it's pretty high too. That's what I'm saying. Like a four. That's what I'm saying too. But for both teams or LAFC only? I'd say for the game, right? Four goals. Okay, check for the right? game. Check for the game. See what the odds are. We're looking at the odds, everybody. I'm looking at the odds. Oh, really? 2.5 total goals. Total goals? Yeah. Really? Over. Over. over Get over, that over. bad boy over. All right, but like personally, like let's think of an LAFC over, under. What do you want to put it at? Over. <laughs> no, I know, but what number do you want to put it at? We'll make LAFC. our own odds. Match prediction, like score prediction. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm gonna say four zero. Four zero flat clean four sheet. Zero. Will yeah. Maxine Crepo get any action? I was gonna say a four one, but I feel like Chirundolo should emphasis on the defense 
in the second half, especially once we're up three goals or whatever. Yeah. And see if we can really keep that clean sheet. Yeah, there's definitely a time to take advantage where we could be creative and just overall see our strengths for real. Yeah, exactly. Like exploit them. This could be a definite. I mean, I want to say statement win, but like, watch out. You know, this is what we can do when we play at our best. Mm-hmm. Um, so I hope we really take advantage of that. What about you? Score prediction? Uh, score, dude. I'm. Th- uh, I be going wild sometimes, Demon man. Daddy. I be going wild sometimes, man. Last week, what I say? No, you're wild. Last I'm a wild. Week. I, what did I say? Four two. Four two. <laughs> yeah. Well, because I was riding off that high from that first yeah, win. Yeah, yeah. Uh, look, I would as you know personally. I know Toronto doesn't want to do it, but I would take it as an experimental game. Get the youngsters out there, try new things. Mm-hmm. Um, or but it's fine if not. You know what I mean? Like keep this going. It's still too early to try to like switch things off. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Let's figure out this. Uh, the form that we want to be, the, the side that we want to have on the field at all times, what our shape is, and going forward and continue to carry that momentum, you know? Mm-hmm. Our best 11 on the field. We don't have them, obviously, because Chico Palacios and Franco Escobar are hurt, but maybe that could be defined with the possibility of uh, adding Kumun Juan or Ryan Hollingshead. Dang. You know what I mean? So, with that... With all that being said... Your prediction is three nil. Three nil. Okay. Three nil. Paris. I'm gonna go three zero LAFC win right there, and I'm gonna go with a. Ooh, I honestly don't think Carlos Vela will play too much. Yeah. I think this is a time to rest him if he's like truly maybe hurt. <laughs> now, he's been told like it's nothing severe, but if he doesn't play that much, should it be still like concerned like oh we should watch over him you know what i mean like let's say he, we, he plays a 490 mm-hmm. it's like all the concerns gone i think that's very subjective yeah because at the end of the day carlos vela did have a lot of injury small nagging problems last season so it's, i think it's fair to say oh it you can be a little bit scared yeah but if he plays a full 90 and feels good after the game then i mean he knows his body more than anyone. Yeah, So if he's exactly. saying it's good, then... It's good. Dive in. You just got to believe him, hopefully. Yep. All right. We're going to go off of that. 3-0 for me. 4-0 for you. Yeah. All right? Yeah. Now, the important question now is, Phil Neville out or in? Does he stay as a coach after this game? I think he stays as the coach for like one or two more games, but not very long. If they score more than four goals... This is Phil Neville's last game. Yeah, you think so? I think that's a threshold. Four goals. You think a three a three game leash is fair from the Miami front office? <sighs> I don't know, but I just think it's gonna be gone. <laughs> Alright, y'all, that'll do it for us here, Los Angeles Saga Show. I'm Jerry Reynoso alongside Jonathan Ortega. At where John at. And at JR4YNOSO. Uh we might go to watch party this weekend, right? Shannon's on oh, Pine. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I'll possibly be there. You might be there. I might have to go home. We'll see what's up. But yeah, we'll see you guys uh, on Monday. We have a very special guest chatting with us on Overreaction Monday. Vince LaRosa of One Ten Football. Ooh. He'll be chatting with us uh, live on air. So make sure to tune in on 22S Radio, um, 88.1 FM, KKJZ, HD3, Long Beach, Los Angeles. Without further ado, we'll leave you all to it. Have a beautiful weekend. Vamos, LAFC. Dale, black and gold. Dale, 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 dale. We'll see you guys soon.